Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we look at movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. I'm your host, Josh Griffey, joined again on this journey to Camp Crystal Lake by my friend and returning co-host, Jamin Mink. Jamin Mink, uh, helping me dig up a corpse to reinvigorate uh, our worst nightmares. In Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Jamin, we've done a lot of these now. Yep. Give me your initial thoughts and take on Friday the 13th, part six. Again, um, it, it's the end of the Tommy Jarvis run. Not terrible. Um, <laughs> I mean, Tom, Tommy is... These lukewarm takes were... Co- yeah, not bad. Not bad. Tommy's not... Um, he's not a, a stick figure anymore. He doesn't just randomly show up to chop a hand off. He's... He's not a, a programmed karate, he's, he's karate a, dummy. He's a he's a human this time. He's a, he's a real boy. He's, he's a, a real, real boy. boy. I I think I like this movie more than you because I know our divergent path, right? This one is way too in on the joke. Yeah. What I like is although it's way too in on the joke, I feel like they're really clever about it not being an in your face parody, which is this movie is essentially a parody. Yeah. Of a Friday the Thirteenth. But also gives you a pretty good Friday the 13th. Yeah. So I think while it is two in on the joke, right? Like, obviously, we had talked before the show about the smiley face is one of those yes. bridges where we cry. I'm like, I like the smiley face. You're not in. No, the smiley face. I don't um, dig it. The grave digger telling us, the audience, we have weird taste. It's almost like the filmmaker hates us. Or, or thinks right? we're retarded. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Mark Scorsese, the yeah. rat is obviousness. He's really not into us as an audience, but he needed the paycheck. Yeah. I think, though, while making the parody of it, and they're really in on it, I'm with you on this. The one thing they did that bothered me were the kids, like, three times. The little camper kids yeah. were like, I think we're dead meat. And I'm like, all right, come on, yeah. I get it. I think for the most part, they're pretty clever in how they deploy the submarining of our expectations, right? I think yeah. they do pretty good. And again, the pillars of this, Jason is awesome. This is uh, the strong booty game, Jason. This is the J- supernatural Jason, the first. Yes. He's reanimated corpse. The first full uh, Frank and Jason. And we have good characters in this one. I like the characters that we kill in this one. Yeah. I think it hits on all of the three pillars of a Friday the 13th movie for me. It is very in on the joke, but I think done in a pretty clever way, man. Um. Yeah, there's, there's, like you said, there's some characters in it that were good. Um, I like the sheriff. Um, oh, the sheriff is great. He's just, he's a dad with a daughter. Um, unfortunately for him, she's an attractive daughter. And we'll she's get super her. horny at one point. Yeah, so we'll it's have just, to get to her because there's a whole there's thing a, going on with her. There's a lot with her. Yeah. Um, I see, I knew I liked this one right off the bat, right? I was like, whatever they show me, this is my favorite opening to a Friday movie. I like the kind of gothic horror of this opening, right? Yeah. Of them going out to the cemetery to dig up Jason. Yeah, with Horshack from yeah, fucking right. Cotter. <laughs> I like the idea of that. But yeah, Tommy, we got to dig him up. Exactly. They're just going to dig up a corpse, which yeah. will get them thrown back in the loony yes. bin. But again, it's it's this version of Tommy who somehow has escaped, again, his psychosis. But his neuroticism over Jason, right? Yeah. His plan is to dig him up just to light Make him on sure fire. Make sure he's there. Right. And burn it. In the it's it's again it's this cool, clever symbolism of Tommy is just keeping this thing alive, right? Yeah. Whether it's within or without, Tommy's the reason that Jason has to come. Inadvertently back. Inadvertently brings him back. And even if Tommy would have just gassed him, 
that's it. The movie's over. The series is over, yep. right? He has to stab him. And it's this really cool Frankenstein moment. When they when they uncover him and he has the worm face, it's just fucking awesome. Uh, hit by lightning, Jason wakes up. Yep. And it's really cool. There's actually a shot in the start of this that I love, which is when he gets out of the cemetery or the grave, right? He kind of sits there and just stares at Tommy in this yeah. abstract way. I really wonder what's happening in Jason's look, head at look, that point. Let me look with you with my good eye, yeah. fucker. He's like, get out of here, worms. I got to yeah. see this kid. <laughs> it's like, I had two good eyes before someone made me fall down on my machete. Right. Well, also, it's like, wouldn't the maggots, like, that's the buffet, the eyeball. Yeah, the eyeball. But his eyeball is good. It's so evil and all. Yeah. Same. But yeah, until. Oh, and, and don't forget other eyeballs, the fucking Bond intro eyeball. Right. Well, get you Jesus. That until Horshack uh, interrupts, right? Yeah. He does not go for Tommy. There is this brief moment of what is happening in that moment between Jason. It's maybe, almost this Frankenstein creation. Maybe thing, he's kind of like a vampire. He's, you know, bordello of blood. You've got to put blood on the heart. <laughs> so he, he needs to get, he needs to wet his appetite with that first, you know, I'm going to rip this guy's fucking heart out. I was thinking maybe Tommy's almost the heart outside of his body. Yeah. And maybe there is a moment of, Man, I'm glad I fucked you up back then. Yeah, because you keep bringing. <laughs> yeah, like I'm pretty glad you kept this thing yeah. going for me. It's, it's been, like it's been boring down it's, here. It's like grade. you're my best friend, bud. We're, yeah, we're gonna be homies for a long time. Yeah. And then he turns around, punches his friend hard out. Obviously, uh, gets his mask and the turnaround into full Jason. It's just yeah. it's fucking glorious. It's a really good intro. And then that's when we realize it's gonna be a comedy the rest of the way because yep. we do the the James Bond walk we, and slash which. We, like. sh- we should have realized funny. it was going to be a joke when <laughs> when Tommy is now Freddy from Return of the Living Dead. I like it. I, think I it's don't fun. feel so good. But this is what we talked about, right? We're six movies in. You got to take a different yeah. swing. You got to take a different look, yeah. right? And and I, I applaud every sequel that, at the sake of somewhat disappointing us, gives us something yeah. new, right? Even part five. Maybe they right. looked at part five and just said, man, this thing is a little more serious than it needs to be. I mean, we broke Tommy, so you know, let's just take a hard right. other direction. Let's right. let's make it kind of fun. Well, I think that's the the mantra of this one, right? Is it plays but that's what I mean. There there is an expert understanding of the horror movie scene, right? So the anatomy right. of the horror movie scenes and the music and the pacing all works really well. Mm-hmm. But then through the characters and the behavior they're showing us, they're constantly subverting. Right. And not in a, an intentionally, these aren't characters that are just out there doing like Rodney Dangerfield bits. You know what I mean? Yeah. They feel perfectly Friday the 13th, but are weaponized against the Friday formula. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that's what I, I think it's that clever filmmaking mixed to where the jokes are okay for me at that point. Right. They, it's not, it's can't be beyond belief because that's what they wanted not because that's the best they could do. Yeah. So I think I appreciate the the cleverness of the filmmaking, even if it is a little bit to the detriment of yeah. you know some of the horror of the movie. That that was my only real drawback from it was it's a lot more tongue in cheek than I think it needed to be. Like every fucking you, scene. Right. You, <laughs> you, but you're gonna put your own jokes in your head. You know, it's it's your own MST3K when you're watching Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> it's not a. You you don't need them to tell you the jokes. You you you've got the jokes. Right. Um like choose your own story back from the 90s. Right. I, I can I can read the book and I know which ending I'm going for. Right. Um that's my only thing. They just think the audience is too dumb to make their own funnies. That's that's the question I kept coming back to. I was like, are they such fans that they're 
sharing a joke with us or is it that's you the way guys I are dumb. look at it you guys are dumb maybe it's just we want in on the joke too we we've we've done all these for so many years yeah now we want to have fun there with are it fans too. like us that are like can you believe they let yeah. us you know like they're letting the inmates yeah. run the asylum that's how i like to think of it if you take a that's job directing world. friday the 13th i mean that would be my dream yeah. job but if if you took the job to be like i'm going to educate these fools yeah I would say you did bad because you gave us a Friday the 13th movie that is only different to those of us in the know. Like, my mom would watch that and not understand yeah. why they're lampooning, Yeah, right? She would just be like, oh, are they all like this? This is yeah. fun. This, this is fun with some blood. No. Right? No, it's not. It's not. Right. That's. I like to think that it's one of us, right? This yeah. is almost like a a fan parody, right? Yeah. Like you see, like, a Funny or Die video version of yes. Jason. But this, again... I don't think it's at the detriment of the the good stuff that Jason does, right? The kills are phenomenal again in this mm-hmm. movie. To me, of all the horror movie series, Friday is the the pinnacle for horror movie kills. Yeah. Friday, and it, again, they have so many opportunities. Yes. They kill so many fucking people per movie. But the kills in this one are fantastic. He has a couple that are just unbelievably yes. good. Um, I love the triple decapitation. Yeah one of my favorites for like, sure we were we were talking about the beforehand and and uh the smiley face guy is talking mm. about how that woman should be back in the kitchen and right. what does it speak to the fact that it's his machete is the one that chops her head off right that, that's kind of a something deep to jason, think about jason the, holding his arm yes <laughs> no but what i what i that scene is a perfect example of what i think this movie does pretty well they do a lot of these cutaway to side characters yeah. right to do some kind of horror routine. So this movie is set up, or this scene is set up as a comedy scene, right? Mm-hmm. So you have your classic weekend warriors are on a corporate retreat. They get caught by a woman. They can't deal with it. Then we cut to the macho butch guy, right? Yeah. Who's by himself because he's so fucking caveman. He can't even associate yeah. with he, him. He can't he's even mad. He can't even lose without being an asshole about losing. Right, and he's, the women should be in the kitchen. But, and we just know this is going bad because we've already yeah. seen she's far more capable yes. than all of them. It's like so, she jumped out of the fucking trees to kill the other ones, dude. Right. You and that's sucked. what I mean. It's this funny, it's a really funny scene. But then once the Jasonness of it starts, it works perfectly fine as a Friday scene, yep. right? So what I think is good is that they they take their comedy shots, but they don't cheapen and shortchange us on the horror stuff, right? I think the overall tone of the movie, this is one of the least scary entries yeah. because of the jokes. But they still give us the the cathartic kills, right? The the triple decapitation, the smiley face right there. Again, it's it's cheesy, smiley but face. it's it's also fun. That's still a good kill. He I still murders this if guy. If they were with gonna the put a stump. face in the wall, it should have been like the old Bugs Bunny. Like he smashes his face, and it should have come out and been like a a mangled up, like his tongue <laughs> sticking out, like oh shit, like it stuck into the tree. I, I mean, I know it was the '80s, and the smiley face was like a thing back then, but. I didn't need the smile. You wanted face. him to be killed in a kitchen wearing an outfit or something. <laughs> yeah. Like put him in a dress. He, he should like, be punished for his yes. sexism. Yeah. That's, I mean, and also I'm like, why are you killing the lady that won the corporate retreat? Yeah. She's out here fighting this, yeah. you know, macho corporate America bullshit of the eighties. And she just has to die. Yep. Uh, so that the goofy accountant guy can, re- but again, even that, like him shooting Jason yeah. with the paintball gun is a funny scene in this movie because, it seems stupid, but it's as logical yeah. as the sheriffs that keep shooting bullets. Yep. <laughs> so that that's what I think this movie does well is I, I think they, they get it in both ways, right? And, yeah. and again, I think the basis of 
uh, the sheriff, the deputy, the sheriff's daughter, and Tommy work really well as a core for this movie. Mm -hmm. Of all the movies we've talked about, I think this is the strongest main core of characters that are helping us actually carry the narrative. The, The concept of the sheriff in a town that's renamed itself Forest Green, I think, yeah, that that's the new camp is Camp Forest Green. Right. Again, they're reopening a camp, which it's what the fuck. Yeah. But he's just a guy trying his best, right? Yeah. He tries to give Tommy an out, like, just get the fuck out of here. Don't make me throw you back in the loony bin. Just get the fuck out of my town. Tommy can't. And then his daughter comes in, and this is where it's a somewhat believable story for us, right? This is just an okay guy trying his best. He's this hard-ass, like, yeah. sheriff with all these great one-liners about wearing balls as earrings yeah. and formaldehyde. But he has no control over his daughter. None at all. What is going on with his daughter in this movie? You have a daughter now. You have a brand-new yeah, daughter. I, is this your future? God, I hope not. Is she going to be I driving be, hot rods with I, guys' I will be faces Roy. in her crotch? I will be Roy by the end of it. Um, <laughs> the gratuitous cutaways to the crotch shots that in that was, scene. Because it's jeans, too. It's not even yeah. an upskirt. It's jeans. Was, yeah. This is ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, at what point was Tommy like, can I like sit the fuck up, please? Well, he Just... asked three times and she keeps, no, stay down. Yeah. There. And I think it's intentionally jeans and not. Yeah. Again, it's a, it's a subtle way to subvert. Yeah. Your expectation. Cause it's a lady driving the hot rod, right? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it, it, there's a lot to it. I think there's a lot of cleverness in this, but with the daughter, what is going on with this girl? Why is she so immediately is Tommy a weapon against her father? Oh yeah, it's the but, it's the whole she's gonna fix what's broken. He's in he's in the jail cell. He's broken. He needs to be fixed. Um, and then it just turned out that he's got some kind of weird attachment to a ghost demon monster guy. I mean, <laughs> Jason I mean, Murder. she picked the worst person in the world. I mean, or the best if you wanted yeah. daddy's attention. Yeah, if you wanted daddy's attention, you've got it, yeah, sweetie. You fucking got it. Yeah, <laughs> you've got it in spades. I mean, because it starts off as a oh, he's kind of cute, even though yeah. he's in there for digging up a corpse yes right we kind of just brush over that he was an inmate in an asylum who now digs up corpses in your town she's like i might still hook up with him. yeah uh and then we get pretty fast to the i'm just gonna help him on a crime spree yes right so not only evading the police in high speed chases but when she puts the deputy in the jail, I was like, she's all the way in on the crime spree. Now. Yeah, and we should And you also, never know if she believes it. You should also mention the greatest single word in movie history, you know, Megan. Yeah, the deputy. Just fuck that guy. We were watching it before we started doing this, which is, wherever the red duck goes, you bang. Yeah. And you're, you're like, bang. no, you're not bang. The gun goes. Yeah. yeah. All right, this guy's got issues, right? With that fucking <laughs> laser pointer. God. Just the biggest laser ever. I like it because you know this small town cop, right? It's one of those two-dimensional things that lets us do a lot of the work for them. Small town sheriff wants big fancy gadgets so he can feel like he's a big time. To (laughs) to take out the criminals that he doesn't have. You do not have the gravedigger was the worst thing that you're ever going to deal with. (laughs) Right. I mean, he's probably going to use that to just, like, shoot yeah. raccoons out of, like, local if municipal If that, he's kids. going to use it to shoot the, <laughs> the fucking mirror out in the bathroom because he obviously is going to quick draw that shit every day. <laughs> but I, I thought it was cool, man. I liked her putting... Because this is the thing about the deputy, too, that's really funny is when Megan pulls that gun on him, I'd yeah. be like, fucking shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> like, once you put me in this jail cell, my reputation in this yep. small town is gone. I am You done. stole my overcompensator gun and locked me in the jail yep. cell. 
every other police officer is dead by the end of the night fighting Jason. Yeah. And I'm here in a... I'm the one that's left alive. Yeah. Kill me now. It's over for me. Like, you're not going to shoot me. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. I I would like to see the sequel where he is now out there like, oh, get Jason and Uh, redeem my name. Yeah. He can be part of our Jason hunting squad. The suicide squad. Yeah. The, The sheriff. My name is... Can you guys call me Bang? Please yeah. call me Bang. Please call me Bang. <laughs> you Bang? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. What were your absolute favorite kills in this one? Pinnacle kill. For me, Sheriff Garris getting folded in half. Yeah. That is fucking out of nowhere and brutal. Yep. Again, for a guy who seems like he should make it through the movie, right? He's He is not your classic sheriff who doesn't listen eventually he comes around and starts to understand yeah, he gets that there's something something amiss but he's not gonna let tommy off the hook because he knows there's something going on and really he's right tommy's the one that started all this fucking shit he's right. in the ground just leave it alone but no yeah. we, we need to put a fucking tommy lightning rod in yeah, his heart we definitely let tommy off the hook of see he's right it is Jay. yeah well who dug him up yeah who no dug one, him up and no instead one of burning said, hey, him <laughs> dig him up yeah, and also it's like you really had to shank the dead body yeah. a bunch. You couldn't just finish with the fire. Yep. If you just put the dirt back on him. Yeah. Just this look, is 100% like, Tommy's He's fault. dead and we're done. Credits, <laughs> movie's over. Every part of this is 100% Tommy's fault. Yeah. Uh, I thought that kill was absolutely phenomenal. I'm trying to think. The triple decapitation also, that that is a good one. There's um, a scene that's not a kill, but I love is when they come into the cabin at the woods at the end. And there's just fucking blood. Yeah. It looks like the Overlook Hotel when they cut to the girls. It's the elevator. It's like no human body holds that much fucking blood. It was just. That's them being in on the joke again. Insane amount of blood. Uh, It's so fun though. Um, Really? The one I really liked was Horshack getting killed. Yeah. The fucking hand. Like they put so much effort into grossing that hand out. Like the fingernails and everything. Mm -hmm. That should have been like just that was um a great shot it actually just dawned because this is something i'm always i have to think extra hard on the mic now because we've done so many yeah. of these they blend this actually has a ton of great kills because the yuppies at the start yeah this is the scene too because this is early enough where we still don't know exactly how in on the joke they are we're like mm, all right james bond thing weird yeah but when he just gets out and he's like with his little teeny with tiny the gun. tiniest gun ever like yes. he should have pulled that out of his garter belt or something but also this is where he's like just drive at him that'll scare yeah. him she drives up and she's like and he mm, blows out the tire yeah. well that didn't fucking work yeah <laughs> so any more bright fun. ideas so now we're we're just riffing on this yeah like it's absurd like why are you even out here but stabs that guy throws him over his shoulder which is amazing and this was a fun production story i read when he went to stab the spear through the window the point before it broke right actually slid along the gas the glass and when it poked through was just inches away from fully stabbing the actress who dove that way specifically to be flat and be out of the spear's ring almost fucking got murdered on set or not murdered but you know impaled by a spear not a good work day (laughs) it would have been a real bad work day because that was the director's wife so it would have been a real bad day (laughs) you think this was some kind of like insurance fraud yeah insurance fraud big time Yeah, I thought that whole scene, those kills were fantastic. The one I love is the RV kill. Yes. Because, again, this is another scene they do, right? Because they love these cutaways to characters that are on their own, right? The yuppies, the corporate raiders, and these guys fucking in the RV. The worst the fucking scene ever. Is, 
it's bad, but it's so funny because uh, she's like, it's in a Gata DeVita level long, right? Yeah. It's like a meatloaf song. Yeah. yeah. Fuck for 10 minutes. Then she's mad. Then it's go outside and fix the yeah. work. So they're playing with our expectations constantly. When he turns up the music and is like, yeah. he's like dancing to this uh, teenage Frankenstein, driving the RV really fast. But when he smashes her fucking yep. face through the wall, and it's that. See, that's oh, the face press I liked. I like that face press versus the fucking smiley face. But they're different. They're different. But it's good. It's still good. Yeah, I, I like that face press. Might actually be my favorite of the movie. No, that's two. The the ne- the back snapping is still the yeah the gnarliest. Um, but I, I fucking love the RV scene. And this has also the iconic. This was the first giant action stunt I remember in any Friday movie. They actually yeah. flipped an RV. This one was the last shot that they filmed all together because the director was so horrified that they were going to fuck it up and they'd be, they would <laughs> they would be out the RV. So we're like, we're doing this at the end and whatever we get what we get. Well, so whatever. it's got to be good. <laughs> you know, so. But it's great. I mean, honestly, I was thinking, is there another stunt of that caliber in any of the movies the the only thing i because they think... do a lot of practical and uh, i know hotter and new blood he's like falling through stairs and stuff but nothing like a big vehicle well no i mean i think the only thing that would compare would be the 40 second burn of hotter and new blood right but and... that's like a small personal effect i mean it's still fucking, fucking personal effect he was on fire for 40 seconds that's terrifying you're right but this is the first like action set piece yeah and it's the, cool because it, it has the, that the iconic the, scene I think again. the worst case scenario on this one is the, the stuntman may get hurt in this giant boxy may. fucker that we're yeah. flipping away from the driver's side. Worst case scenario, we're going to be out in RV and we'd have to figure something else or out. Or an RV driver. <laughs> in be, that giant be, box, the guy no, might have fallen out. He's in out. the scam with that guy's wife. Yeah, the director's wife. right. No, I thought it was cool because then we get the iconic. Because again, we were talking about this is the... The first official, all the way supernatural Jason, yeah. right? This is gothic horror Jason in this one, right? This is the zombie creature creation coming from the grave. When he gets on top of that RV and is just standing there in the smoke and flame, it's just iconic. You're like, yeah. that should be on my wall. Like, that's a shot I want. And I, I thought that was rad, man. Um, Another weird moment in this movie that I can't get out of my head is Jason lumbering over the little girl in the bed. Because she's been seeing him walk back and forth, right? Yeah. And there's this weird this weird thing in the series where we talk about there's not a lot of kids in any of the camps, right? Right. A lot of the carnage is before kids ever arrive. Mm-hmm. This is the one where Jason walks into that room, right? And this should be, you know, the fox in the hen house. This yeah, is the slaughterhouse. This is, this is every slaughter. dad and mom's worst fucking nightmare. Right, exactly. Like Horny teenagers, I think all of us adults secretly don't mind seeing murder. Yeah. Like, because what? one, they're annoying to us right. as we're old. But they're annoying because we miss doing the things right. that they're doing. Like I miss fucking an RV. Right. I miss uh, I miss being the worst thing I had to worry about is if I was a dead fuck or not. That's not yeah. not anymore. Right. Put this in my computer. Yeah. Uh, taxes, do, 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 do. Yeah. Mortgage. Right. Like, <laughs> fuck teenagers. No. Uh, but this is the weird part. Jason lumbers over her, the specific girl who's seen him too, not yeah. the other kids. She's at the back of the bunk, and when he leans in, it just is so fucking creepy it's it's one of those kind of still moments in this weird comedy yeah this feels like almost like a friday or a nightmare on elm street movie for most of it but this is a yeah. really calm scary moment like what's going through his head is what like what is going through is his she head? does she meet jason's criteria to be murdered because he was going to kill her I, i'm telling See, you i don't that think was that was a straight up he gets there's in those more blood outside twice. there is more blood outside than there is inside he's in the cabin with her 
right? And he leans in and he doesn't kill her. And then later he kicks the fucking door down, still is called away by Tommy. So twice he's in there with kids and could slaughter all of them. But he doesn't. And again, this gets back. It's not really a beef based on the they killed and took away my mother. It's not really the beef on they took away me, right? Because it's not the teenage counselors that are all horned up. There is this notion of we never fully know how bullied and traumatized he was until Freddy versus Jason. Freak show, freak show. Yeah. So maybe that's it. And there's this, but, you know, she seems like a really nice, sweet kid. She doesn't, yeah. she's not the one who keeps saying dead meat. Like, that kid, Fuck that, kid. that kid feels like the little fucker that you would want to yeah. murder. So, it's just a weird, still moment. And that's what I like about this movie a lot is, even in the kind of comedy, tongue-in-cheek, seemingly disrespecting its yeah. audience movie, that's a really horrifying scene. Yeah. Like, that's just good horror work. Yeah. That's, that's really scary. I, I have a hell of a time watching stuff. Now that I've had kids, watching yeah. kids in any kind of trouble. Oh, um, I, I mean, I would have turned the movie off at this yeah, phase of my life. I, I can't if remember. slaughtered a kid, I'm out. I, I was talking to somebody <laughs> about a Stephen King movie or something, and it was... Oh, uh, fuck, dude. The new Pet Cemetery. Fucking, what's the one that comes to my mind every time? is um, Maximum Overdrive right. with the fucking blood bag on the, the mannequin. I can't remember who I was talking to, but he said, I mean, it's just a fucking baseball kid. I was like, yeah, but that's like my kid's head popping off and I don't do that well. Or like, um, not it part two, but it part one. I've only ever watched that once. I cannot get past fucking Georgie just getting annihilated every time. I've only watched it once and I can't do it anymore. Well, it has this layer of wish fulfillment, not on the part of me as a parent, but it's, you know, it's kind of a ghost, and maybe Georgie gets sucked down that drain and dies of natural yeah. causes. Pennywise is a supernatural symbolism, I just, right? It just fucks when with I saw the new time. Pet Cemetery, it's so joyless. This movie, yeah. right? It's it's ex. Is it the first one wasn't brutal enough? Right. They're like, how can we make it more sad? In that one, because you're asking yourself, Am, I probably would go bury my kid to get him back. Oh, for sure. It's, it's a, the, no, no, no. This I don't is, care this if I have to feed him fucking story. corpses for the rest of my life. Yeah. I mean, for sure. When Amy was going into labor, right? She went into labor. It was like two in the morning. And I was like, oh, you know how these things are. You could be in there for a long right. fucking time. So I had a stack from the Iliad, my used bookstore. I had a stack right by the door. And on the way out, I'm like, it's two in the morning. Like, All right, just take whatever. You know, grab, this, grab her suitcase. All right, I'm going to need a change of clothes, whatever for me. I don't want to have to come back grandparents you got the other kid are you gonna be good babysitting here's this and that you're doing all this stuff i just grabbed a book so i got there and now my adrenaline's pumping right so i'm awake i'm like all right i'll read a couple chapters and i'll go to bed the book i grabbed was pet cemetery at the top of the show so i'm in there watching my wife getting ready to give birth to our kid and i couldn't put the book down because it was so horrible yeah and that's the fucked up thing that book i don't think the kid gauge gets killed until like 180 or 90 pages in. It's just extra emotional torture. Yeah. But the chapter where they actually describe him digging the grave, his whole like breaking into the cemetery on opening the cat. I was just sitting like, even right now I'm getting like shaky thinking about it's brutal. Now Mm -hmm. that you have a kid, you're like, I can't. Yeah. And then I went and saw the movie and I'm like, fuck, they really got that thing in the book, which is just imagine that, you know, like everyone, Oh, the Joker, you know, one bad day, whatever. I'm like, fuck the Joker, yeah. Pet cemetery. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing in life to me that could ever be worse than, you know, the death of just innocent, perfect Did little kids. Did nothing to anybody. No. Well, right. it's like the, you know, you see a little casket on the news or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's the worst thing. Yep. That's the fucking worst thing. 
And so this is the first time Friday kind of broached this topic, right? Yeah. You guys like seeing horny teenagers get murdered. It's like, how would you like it if I snuffed this little blonde kid that nothing to anybody? What happens in the series if Jason fucking cuts her head in half? Right. What if he splits her in half right I mean, there? You're going to have to pay to kill a kid anyway, so you yeah. may as well make it fucking count. Well, that's what I mean. Assuming that even got through the ratings right. board, right? Which they were pretty hard on for this series yes. at this point. It's an interesting moment in a very, you know, silly entry. Right. What if they had gone that route? Yeah. And I think it was one of their, to their credit, they're smart enough to be like, nope. Oh boy. This is going to, yep. this is going to turn some heads if yep. we do this. We'll, we'll let Freddie keep the kids. Yeah. And we'll take the teenagers. Yeah. Send them back out to wrestle Tommy. That's fine. Yeah. Right. It, it's one of those moments. It's one of my great what ifs in horror movies. Yeah. Like, what if Jason actually had slaughtered all those fucking kids? You would have not got Jason in space. That's for <laughs> fucking sure. Yeah, it, I think our, our fun buddy uh, murdering teens is over. Yep. We wouldn't have gotten Creighton Duke. We wouldn't have gotten Manhattan. We wouldn't have gotten anything. You would have gotten a lot of fucking dark. Yeah. I mean, it is. And that that is funny to think that in these movies especially, there is a line too far. Yeah. You know, there there just is. It, at the end of all of these journeys we still have to walk away and feel okay right i used to be a writer for the tv show thousand ways to die and it was always our mandate is every script we turned in you had to let them know how the main character was a piece of shit right it was a classic punishment for sin set up on the show you know because one time i wrote a story and i remember the note was no they're a good person he was like, well, yeah, good people die. Yeah, good people die you know, all the time. Good people are stupid and die. Yeah. And his note back to me, the way the head writer, who's my buddy, um, he explained it to me is, no one wants to be watching a show about a hardworking, homemaking soccer mom who picks her kids up from church and then takes them to soccer practice. And then dies and she in the gets, car. Yeah, and then a fire hydrant explodes and rips her head off, and now her kids are orphans. Right. Because that makes you feel bad. That could happen to you. Yes. You want to see, because we got to the point where they're like, no more frat guys. Like, you can't kill frat guys anymore because it's too easy and we've done it a thousand times. So you had to find a way to make them bad people to die. And even this series, something like Friday, that has mountains of murders, there are still these boundaries. still a line not not going to cross. It's weird to think that, and maybe this is why the old drunk's right. We do have a sick sense of entertainment. Yeah. Because we still have to be able to walk away and not feel bad yeah. for rooting for all these right. murders. It's like all this time I've wanted Jason to win, and now he's murdered a small child. I, I'm done, and I yeah. suck. Yeah, because that's what I, I mean. I feel like part three, once Shelly was unleashed on us, that's when we were like, you know what? Fuck these kids. Yep. And that was the last time. Like Even part two, I was still pretty with the campers. And then three on, you start, and this is the logical question. Yeah. Is, you know, oh, you like him to kill campers? Well, no. you know what? There's probably 20 kid campers yep. to every one adult. Like, yeah. how do you like it? I thought that was a really shockingly weird moment. Also, that Tommy just finds a book of witchcraft in that town is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the lady who runs the occult yeah. bookshop in Forest Green. Yeah. And is she involved in Jason's conception? That's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the Flaming Lake ending? I mean, it's just, it, it goes to the whole... You know, um, it's fire and water. It looks cool. Yeah. We're, we're going to make it so it's extra dangerous. We're not just trying to drown Jason. We're going to burn yeah, him all I the way through, I all the way too. understand the fire. You're like, he can swim under the fire. Yeah. Plus, he's taking 800 bullets. Yeah. The one um, thing I thought, I thought it'd be cool if Tommy had to, like, give himself up. You know yeah. what I mean? 
It felt like a lot of people died for his mistake, and then he just gets to yeah. skate and probably gets to marry that sheriff's yeah. daughter who's badass. See, and that, that's what the next one should have been. They should have brought back Tommy and, and Megan as the de facto Jason Their Hunters. Their kid is part of the, the, yes. the Jason Hunting squad. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're the the Professor X to the whole the whole group. Yeah, I think besides Reggie the Reckless's grandfather, the sheriff in this one is the saddest I've ever been about one of them. Yeah. I really wanted him to make it because I thought him and her and Tommy walking out, you know, arm in arm, like we did it. The fucking A team ending. Yeah, and she's just like, oh, I'm gonna go blow Tommy, and he's like, Not if I blow his head off. You know, yeah. like that would have been a great ending. I I missed the sheriff. I thought he was. Yeah, a shockingly capable good man in this fucking uh, terrible forest world, green world of shit. Yeah, it, but that's what I mean. This movie, I like that. Even and you know this, I am not a horror comedy guy. This is a big thing now. Yeah, Shutter has tabs for it. Uh, let's do a comedy in a horror movie setting, right? Like there right. are some great ones. Shaun of the Dead does it superbly. Mm-hmm. But why is Shaun of the Dead work? Because when it's time for the horror scene, it goes. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. You can tell they love zombie movies. They do it well. Fine. Um, you know, there are there are good ones, but you can't cheapen the horror. Yeah. And I don't think this one does it. I think overall there's not a lot of dread and tear in this. But also I think that's because it's the sixth and three. Yeah. It's just the sixth time we've done it. And also once you dehumanize Jason more and more, I feel like it took him a minute to figure out how to remake yeah. him scary. Which for whatever I know you're not a huge fan of uh the new blood. They did make Jason pretty terrifying again. Oh, yeah. One. So, you know, I think this one, again, bottom half. Yeah. But still very enjoyable. I thought it was a really cool. I like the gothic horror of it. I love that the scene with the kid is what will always stick with yeah. me. And the kills are phenomenal. Yeah. What else do you guys need from Jason? He just. They, it was just a. Um, they should have done a little bit more here and there. But overall, it, it, it wasn't the worst. It was not the worst. Not the worst. <laughs> that Again, That's, our lukewarm takes on Friday. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, you will be hearing from Jace, uh, from Jamin on The New Blood, Jason Takes Manhattan, and Jason X. Maybe Freddy versus Jason. I'm trying to figure out how to get the most voices of all of you guys. Because everyone wants a piece of Freddy versus Jason. Everyone I talk to, that's the one they all want a piece well, yeah. of. Because it's the fucking best. Um, yeah, I think I said... For Nightmare on Elm Street, I would have it as my third favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movie behind Dream Warriors and Dream Master, which Mm -hmm. a lot of people were mad at me. Dream Master shouldn't be that high, they said. For Friday the 13th, I think it is probably my second favorite Friday the 13th movie. Oh, it's... It's It's way up there. This one might be... Freddy vs. Jason might be four or five. And Well, we're going to do an official rating once you guys have heard all these. Uh, But yeah, I got to think them through. But anyways, guys, thank you again for joining us on Crystal Lake. Uh, we're halfway through-ish, a little over. Uh, a lot more coming to you. We're going to go see The Lighthouse. Uh, we can't see Parasite because we're stuck in the Midwest and they won't give it to us. So we're going to find two other gems to throw your way. Uh, a horror movie for every day of the month, guys. We're trying our best. Please leave us a rating and review wherever you find podcasts. Uh, be sure to share uh, with your friends on all your social medias. And now you can find us on YouTube at Nerd Alchemist. That's plural with an S at the end. Uh, until next time, for the film Alchemist, I'm Josh Griffey. And I'm Jamin Mink. I should be wearing your balls for earrings. It's a good dad one. He's a good dad. It's a good dad one. Dad. <laughs>